Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Anti-Social Chat Show. I'm one of your co-hosts, Tara Tomiko, Digital Master, and I'm here with the lovely... Hello, I'm Elena Gould, Chief Copywriter and Undomestic Goddess at Creative <laughs> Copywriting. So Tara, this week I understand we're talking about research? Yeah, I thought it'd be nice to do as the first show of the of the new year because you know research resolutions I think people should should kind of tie this in with their business resolutions this year yeah but doesn't everybody do research anyway anyway I'm coming totally from a copywriter's perspective because most copywriters or all of them should you know do research uh as part of uh, when they're writing for clients, obviously they're researching right. target clients. But obviously you're not talking, you're talking about something mm. different, yes? No, I'm talking about like, um, as a copywriter, how are you finding your clients? What research are you carrying out in order to find them? And that's the right. kind of research that I'm talking about. Well, that's funny you should say that because it's pretty much not too different from what you do for your clients because, you know... <laughs> Uh, how I find my clients is the same way anybody finds their clients and that's uh, by doing uh, research and um, you know because if I if I want to find my ideal client I'm not just going to you know shop and say I'm a writer because that would be a bit stupid wouldn't it (laughs) although I'm pretty sure um, you know a lot of people do do probably do that and they may might be successful at it but um, you know research is about finding out about what their problem is you know what keeps them awake at night and you know what kind of questions they're asking so you can answer them and especially you know tying that in with kind of content marketing what's the point in writing you know a blog post or an article and answering a question that's not even being asked <laughs> makes no sense to me right that sounds like <laughs> <a great> land <laughs> yeah. okay well, i have done that i have done that i'll put my hand up you have when first, yeah when i first started blogging mind you it's kind of personal blogging i just wrote about what i wanted to write about it right no one wanted Nobody wants to know. Back in the day when blogging was like a journal, though, because that's, that's yeah, how it was. Yeah, so that's yeah. It was. Like, talking about blogging for business. I mean, the reason the reason why I bring this up is because um, yeah, late last year. I like saying that. <laughs> late last year. Um, last year, it was last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I ran a survey because, um, well, first of all, I probably back it up a little bit I love as you all know everything's to do with digital everything's to do with online I love it but I'm a traditional marketer like I learned marketing way before the internet kind of existed to, to us as we know it and so I learned the things about um from like Philip Kotler you know the four p's and then wow there was this whole new revelation there are actually three more p's there are seven p's and you know and it had nothing to do with vegetables by the way <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and one of the fundamental parts of, of any type of marketing was research. Um, and I also recall when I worked in a, I could say, traditional marketing role as, say, in pre-internet days. Mm-hmm. Though the internet was around then. But we used to spend a lot of money on research, like yeah. three grand on a, research, on a market research report. Yeah. Now things are so much easier. But yeah. it seems to be a step that a lot of people miss. So I ran this survey because there are many ways of doing research and I was 
let's use the word flabbergasted when someone said, oh, most of the, and I'm paraphrasing in case you're listening, I'm paraphrasing, sorry if I'm paraphrasing wrong, but most of the digital marketers say um, that surveys are not useful because people don't say what they really mean or they, they might lie or okay. something along that lines, which made me think of House. Remember House, the medical yep, show? everybody lies. Everybody yep. lies. And that's what I thought. As soon as you said that, I thought, how <laughs> right. everybody lies. We that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the reason why I say I was flabbergasted is because a digital marketer saying that that's what a lot of digital marketers say, yet where I got my source from was from a very well-known digital um, uh, marketing platform. Um. And it just made me realize that you do have to pick. I do agree that you have to pick one thing and just do it. But I find it very difficult to, to hear people discredit other things because they've chosen the path. I'm not making mm-hmm. sense, am I? So let me explain. So this person believes in doing something that I love doing, which I learned from, I can't remember her name, um, Joanne from Copy Hackers. Yeah, yeah. She said uh, to use Amazon, right? Amazon reviews, you do. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. So that's one of the ways that, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people do research. There's using mm-hmm. Yelp. There's, there's lots of different ways. Yeah, lots. Yeah. About, right? But the thing is, is that running a survey is a different way. And if you're running the survey to your target audience, if you're running the survey to your current clients, you're going to get some kind of feedback. It's no different from, mm-hmm. you know, asking yeah. people for a yeah. testimonial so are all those testimonials lies as well anyway so the point being that you know i think mm, not everything is going to work for everyone but discredit discrediting you know a survey i think is not is not is not a very good idea so i've just i've just said no, a lot um, of that, <laughs> yeah no, i think there are discrepancies in surveys and it's the same uh, of course there are but I mean, I, I guess it depends on volume. If you only ask 10 people and those 10 people are kind of people, you know, what's the point? But if you, right. um, you know, there are discrepancies in things like that. I'll go as far to say that it's the same with these um, personality questionnaires that right. lead you to say things. If you go, oh, I'm definitely a, I'm kind of sociable sometimes, but unsociable on others. Yes, that's me. And I care about everyone. That's me. Well, everyone <laughs> would say that, wouldn't they? You know, it's like leading yeah. you on. But um, yeah, I'm in the I mean, right of it, personality quiz, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> also, it depends on how you structure that survey. Like you say, if it's to your target audience and how right. you structure those questions. I mean, because you can actually um, lead people to say what you want them to say. But then what is the point in doing the survey? It, it, no. It's, it's I mean, counterproductive. No. <laughs> My survey is very, very brief. And I've, I've actually, one of the things that I like about the responses um, is the fact that their language is very different. And it reminded me of when I started really looking into copywriting back in 2016. And, and I remember having to um, write a piece about headphones. Okay, I don't have any language about headphones apart from me using them. I just want it to sound good and I don't want it to fall out of my ears. But when I went through Amazon reviews and read what people were saying, I'm like, oh my God, it's copy, it's copy gold there because I would never have thought to say it that way. So I actually see surveys as not being that different. Think about it. When you, if you're going to take the stance that actually going online and researching what people are saying in terms of leaving a review, right? How can you trust that? Somebody's had a bad day. They're going to leave a really bad review, which might not be reflective of the product, but more reflective. Not only that, 
Yeah. Yeah. You you bring up a really good point, actually, because not not only that, if you're doing a survey uh, just and you can't see anybody else's answers and you're just answering honestly, which most people will. uh, However, if you're online and you're making a load of comments, you're going to be influenced whether you like it or not by that person, the person's above you comment. I see it all the time. Even I am, because I think what? Why am I using that turn of phrase? And I'll look a few comments up because I've just read it. You know, even I am. So, you know, you can't always, you know, you've got to be, you know, think about these things that they're really actually quite important how you are influenced by others whereas if you're doing a survey and you can't see the answers then it's more likely that you are going to be less influenced we're always influenced right of course but i mean at the end of the day the results of any type of research you do should be looked at like together it can't you know i I don't think that you run a survey and you get i don't know say you sample a thousand people I know there's all these ways of working out the, um, the discrepancies and so forth. But even with all of that, from, from a business point of view, as a marketer or as a business owner, you just want to look at what people are complaining about and what they love. And that's really what my survey is, is what do you um, like the most about what you're doing in marketing? What do you not like the, mo- uh, the least in what you're doing with your marketing? Yeah. And I've had a few people say things that just like makes make sense to me but I wouldn't have thought of it and I wouldn't have said it in that way then when I go um, and look at Amazon and see what small business owners are frustrated about when they read a book about how to do marketing it kind of ties in they think yeah. the book was okay. light like oh I knew all this already I was expecting something more detailed kind mm-hmm. of thing then it, there's a gap isn't that the whole point of research is to look for the gap. Yep, so, the gap, you know, yeah, sticking to just one, you know, methodology of, of, of creating research, uh, I just don't think is a good idea. And I think, you know, I really think that marketers need to be aware of the different ways of doing things and maybe not discredit, discrediting, you know, a certain way. If it's not for you, it's not for yeah. you. But, you know. I agree. And keep on evolving that as well. Because, you know, I've heard, you know, a lot of people do use Amazon. And then they'll be like, oh, that's all I'm, I'm using. It's, oh, like, no. you know, yeah. it's ever changing. And, and you right. know, some reviews on Amazon are obviously, I'm allowed to say the F word fake anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, you can spot those, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there are, you know, lots of other ones, aren't there? There's Reddit, there's Quora, there's... Yeah. You know, so many, you know, you ever go to LinkedIn, even see what they comment on. They go anywhere, Facebook, um, anywhere online. I mean, it's, it is like... A, Reddit, um, Reddit is my favourite. Reddit is yeah. my favourite, yeah. Because so where they, do you go they, to, they, re- they to a lot. research for your clients, for your exact clients? You, do you surveys in combination um, with I, Amazon and Reddit? Yeah, and I like Quora as well, but Quora is very much a platform where the more you write, the longer your response is, the better you do as the, you know, as the writer in terms of um, rankings. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel the answers are long-winded because of that. Because of that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because of that. So I like Reddit because there tends to be people that, are, you know, I've seen someone write about soaps. Like, I'm just trying to sell my soaps. Has anybody got any idea of the, of the best way that I could sell it? And people are like, well, maybe you could sell it for dogs. Are they good for dogs? Yeah, I didn't think of that. But this is somebody who has got a real pain with a product that he has that he's trying to sell. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the words he's using 
they're kind of helpful for me to yeah. understand, you know, what's going on. If a client calls me tomorrow and says, Hey, I sell soap. <laughs> and I'm looking for ways, Hey, I've done my research. I'm right there. So mm-hmm. Reddit is one of my favorites, but I like to do a combination. I like, you know, I like words and I'm really good at looking at patterns in words. Mm-hmm. So once I, you know, I might not be a fantastic copywriter like you, bow down, bow down. <laughs> but I'm really good at, you know, getting an idea. You're, of, really, good at, you're really good at charming people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, so I like to look um, at, all, you know, many different areas. And in fact, I've looked... Um, something I learned recently and I think this was from I'm going to quote them I think it was the digitalmarketer.com um they have a lab and I've actually learned how to do more of a I'm gonna say a buzzword now deep dive (laughs) um on Amazon because it's you know what I was used to doing was looking at the reviews and taking you know the best and the middling because you know the, the the number ones are just like people just venting but um they kind of explained how you can take the bestsellers, look at the uh, table of contents, because the table of contents of a bestseller tends to show you what people might be having problems with. What, you know, what are people's pain points? It's just another way. Um, And also reading the back of the book as well. And I never thought of doing that, reading the back cover and then picking up some, some, you know, some words to use in copy and to understand what it is that people you know, why were, why were people attracted to this book to make it a bestseller? So that's something new that I've, yeah, that I've learned. So I'm doing something a little bit different with Amazon. And I, and I like that. And in combination with, you know, the responses from my survey, I'm like, I see why they charge so much money back in the day for market research. I recently didn't ask me anything on a, on a oh, site that's, it, that's for, I think it's called AMA feed. So right. really you should go on there and you, you just set, set it up. And uh, yeah, so that was quite interesting, actually. So I got a lot of questions that I didn't hadn't thought of before. So yeah, cool. Maybe I should do that. But you, so you're recommending this site as a place to do some research? Uh, yeah, because uh, well, you can put the AMA about anything. It just gives you an idea of the kind of questions people are asking. I did it for my course. I was uh, it was ask me anything about email marketing, and some of the quick questions people ask I thought oh, I'd never come at it from that angle right you know what I mean so that, that that's always uh good, oh, okay. good feedback as well as well as uh, doing good research on what your actual market wants the answers to yeah oh I'll have to give that a go I think everybody else should give it a go as well <laughs> <laughs> and and what was what was the one of the questions, if you can recall, I'm not sure how long ago it was, but what was one of the questions that kind of made you stop and think instead of just going ahead and typing real fast? I think it was, um, it's a silly thing, but somebody said, uh, do you have to actually um, uh, go to school, you know, uh, do do a course? uh, Right. They say go to school because they're obviously American and they call it school. Yeah, they do, yeah. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Uni, college, <laughs> uni or college or something. Further yeah. education, and uh, and it seems like a silly thing, but I thought I'd never thought about that. That some people might think that the right. way in copywriting is to go a rara formal route, you know, uh, right. get a degree kind of education. I never, I didn't even consider that actually. So um, it, it was just a thing like that, and so it made me think, you know, for people who are coming through that route, um, I'd be more aware of that. Um, right. going 
and, and how I can help people who are coming out of that route because you know most people fall into copywriting I don't know if you know well some people go straight into an agency and then are copywriters but generally that's not the not as far as I, I my experience the, the case now right especially not copywriting nowadays because it's everywhere whereas before it was just like you know like a journalist would go to journalism college and, right. and all that lot a copywriter there wasn't really anywhere you could go to learn it was on the job really I guess you'd yeah. be a salesperson then a copywriter but yeah so well cool so there you go you've got got an FAQ there haven't you if you're yeah. right of course you can include that yeah exactly it's just it's just silly things and and you know different perspectives and different angles really but going back to um you know uh research for copywriting i mean copywriters it's a big part of their job i'd say 50 percent right. of their job is research because they've got to research the product and the and your client's target audience as well so you have to know the psychological drivers behind them actually buying something so it's not just um, you know, it's not just a demographic anymore. It's no, not like, no. you know, um, right, you're selling a weight loss product, for example, right? Women, you know, in their mid-30s who live in East London. You can't do it like that. You have to do it in as much as, why do they want to lose weight? So right. what's going to happen after they lose weight? Is it, why do they want to be attractive? You know, all those psychological drivers that right. um, go into that as well. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and it's the same way I apply to getting clients in a way because I'm doing the actual um, same kind of research. It's the same. It, it, it works on the same. Why would anybody want to hire me? What do they want to do? They want to, you know, further their business. They want their business. They want their words to, you know, get sales. But why did that? You know, you know, so you right. just keep on going until you get to that stopping point. And it can really narrow down your niche. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. we've covered that haven't we we have haven't we run on well what's what's one tip for for everyone maybe i should share one as well because i'm kind of putting you on the spot because i haven't got one in yeah you're totally putting me on the spot <laughs> the but let's let's leave everyone with a tip um a very specific tip for carrying out some marketing you go first um <laughs> A very specific tip. Um, go deep, really. So when you're doing market research, it's not just a matter of, um, from a copywriting perspective, I'd say. Uh, don't just look at the prima facie, what you see. Right. Think about the other psychological factors behind anybody doing anything. That's my tip. Oh, what's yours? I'll take, I'll take that on board. <laughs> My tip would probably be to follow on from what I said before. Um, when you go onto Amazon, maybe if you're looking at um, uh, trying to find out things about your target audience, look at some of the books and look at read the back covers and the table of contents. So, for example, if you sell vacuum cleaners and you want to understand what people think about you know cleaning their home and how difficult it is. Find those books that talk about that. Maybe it's House Cleaning 101. I don't know. Um, and then just read the table of contents and read the, the, you know, the back of the book and you'll, you'll, you'll be surprised at how many times a light bulb will go off in your head with some ideas. And I'll just follow on from that. Ooh, from a okay. copywriting perspective, once you've found all that, ask yourself, why do those people want their house clean? 
oh psychological thing there <laughs> I, I don't really care but i think people that come to visit me care so you know. well there you go so you care about what your visitors think yeah why do you care about what your visitors? so we could go on you know so <laughs> because i don't want them to fall on the floor from all the dust and break their leg that's what no okay let's stop let's stop silly now i like this we play a game next time let's do one where we do this kind of you know ongoing thing until we get to get to <laughs> get to the answer yeah. the core the core <laughs> psychological drivers where anybody does anything <laughs> oh, oh, oh it's been it's been a great show with you today eleanor <laughs> likewise good to uh, hear all your research um it's <laughs> i think as like you say it's something that you know people can can have either views about fixed views about or some people don't do <gasps> <laughs> oh well i think that's it no for today yep no yep i've got nothing more to say <laughs> all right well guys i hope you enjoyed this episode and would love to know your comments and please share some tips if you have any tips on how you carry out your market research please let us know in the comments and we will see you in the next show 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 okay, <laughs> oh, okay well love peace and great coffee <laughs> ciao ciao bye bye